got a story, I've got a story, we've got a story. I'm Brad McEwen, and I'm here to tell that story. This is Beyond the Bank. I hadn't been working at the Albany Herald very long when my then editor, the incomparable Danny Carter, stopped me in the newsroom one day to ask if I'd ever met a guy named Matt Reed. Since I'd been back living and working in Albany for a little over a decade at the time, I had crossed paths with Matt before, but I confessed to Danny that despite some familiarity, I really didn't know the guy at all, only that he was a few years younger than me and that I'd heard his name a few times. Well, it wasn't uncommon for Danny to ask me a question like that, nor was it all that unusual for me to not know really who he was talking about. But it was pretty atypical for Danny to respond to that the way he did. Usually upon learning that I didn't know someone, Danny wouldn't have much of a reaction at all. Maybe a knowing nod or a quick comment about that person, but nothing that could be construed as a deeply held opinion. And then he would turn back to the monitor, pouring over copy for the next day's edition, and I'd keep heading to wherever I'd been going when he stopped me. But this occasion was somehow different, not one to carry on for too long about other people or about anything in particular as the daily copy deadline fast approached. I was a bit surprised when Danny responded by telling me how much he thought of the young man and his belief that Matt was a true leader and would one day do great things for our community. Well, it's been about eight or nine years since that quick chat outside Danny's office, and in that time, I've had the pleasure myself of witnessing firsthand many of the things Danny saw in his daughter's childhood friend, and then some. That's why I was thrilled recently to welcome my former Leadership Albany board colleague and the owner of Georgia CEO and the Albany UPS stores for an engaging conversation about his life growing up in Albany, his decision to return home and start a family, and the joys of truly serving the community. Please welcome my guest and friend, Matt Reed. Matt, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you on today. Great to be here with you, Brad. Now, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on today, Matt, is, uh, you know, we've had the good fortune of working together on a few projects, uh, served together on the Leadership Albany Board, um, and just kind of not only enjoyed that time, um, but I've enjoyed, you know, I was fortunate in my time with the media to have a good vantage point uh, of our community during a time when you sort of emerged as a young local leader. Uh, And I've been impressed to see that. And then having the opportunity to serve with you on the Leadership Albany Board, got to know a little bit more about you, kind of what makes you tick. Uh, And so really, I wanted to talk today about, you know, kind of your, the genesis of you kind of growing into that young businessman champion for Albany and then talk about what it's like to, you know, have the cell phone of the governor and the lieutenant governor when you're in your thirties. Does that sound like something we can do today? Oh yeah, of course. All right. Fantastic. Fantastic. Now, Matt, if I remember correctly, I'd gone to the work at the Herald about 2013. So I think it was about 2013. I'd just gone to work for the Herald and uh, I started to forge a relationship with a mutual friend of ours, Danny Carter. Um, And, I remember distinctly he asking me one day if I knew you, uh, and I said I'd heard the name, but I didn't have the pleasure. And he said, I'll never forget this. He said, keep an eye on him. He's like, he's going to do great things uh, for this community. And uh, so from that point in time, I started paying a little more attention to uh, Albany CEO, Georgia CEO. And then, you know, you were starting to get involved in local boards and things like that. And so started to see what it was that Danny was talking about. Um, and I've been very impressed with that. And so let's talk a little bit about that and, uh, talk to me about, uh, you know, where were you, what was going on in your world circa 2013 when Danny Carter tells me <laughs> I need to pay attention to you? 
Well, Danny's one of the all-time greats. He's like another father to me, and just uh, him and him and Miss Pam and uh, and Abby have known them my whole life, and just wonderful, wonderful people. Um, you know, circa 2013, we had uh, launched Albany CEO, and had had kind of gotten that off to 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 working for us and a success, and had launched Fausta CEO, um, seeing if this this concept would work in a community we didn't live in and uh and, and we proved that concept and so we started kind of growing out from there in 2013 and uh and so it was really really unique to kind of see a lot of the the things in other communities um that kind of made things tick and work and and seeing those things and bringing them back to albany that that's i think one of the the biggest things is that i, I enjoy is seeing things in other places um in communities that that are working and and also things that aren't working i mean uh, I, I think one thing that we are our own worst enemy sometimes in albany and uh, we don't realize that every other community whether it's communities we aspire to like columbus or macon they have the same problems we do mm-hmm. we just don't see them yeah. and so uh but but it was uh it, it's always good to kind of take that back to albany and share uh those things you know things that are working and also those connections sure, sure um and so uh but uh, it was when we go into like you know i think the next year was 2014 and uh we had the only one albany campaign oh, which yeah, i yeah. think was was that was really a turning point for me um is that you know i, I felt like i was starting to kind of get involved uh you know what uh, but not really completely bought into albany and uh and i'll never forget i was up i was upstairs in the edc office and justin strickland who was our uh, who was our edc president at the time uh you know they were doing some auditions for uh the campaign and uh he was like you should go downstairs you know they they're doing this golf scene i'm like i don't play golf you know yeah yeah yeah, you do that (laughs) and so i go down there and then you know next thing i know uh you know, the rest is history, but that was, yeah. that was a big turning point for me is I was I, like, I, I, um, I felt like I started walking the walk I'm with you. and, I'm with uh, you. and, and while I'm talking about things, wasn't good enough anymore. I was going to, I was going to do my best to make an impact. I'm glad you said that. And, and forgive me too, for our listeners, let's back up just a hair and give us the quick and dirties for those who may not be familiar with, uh, Albany CEO, Georgia CEO, oh, yeah. what that is. Uh, what the what you aim to do with that, and I think that'll help explain that turning point. Yeah, so uh, so all, we start Albany CEO with just the premise of just positive business news, and uh, you know we have a very controlled editorial process. Um, so only only positive things that come that come out of of communities, and so uh, we have uh, thirteen communities across the state of Georgia now, um, from small communities like tifton and noonan on up to uh to uh metro atlanta and so you know we reach over seventy thousand subscribers um across each of our each community has its own newsletter and so we're kind of known for uh uh for our thought leader videos that we do and you know do mm-hmm. you know probably close to four thousand of those this year uh with everyone from one person small business owner to some of georgia's fortune 500 ceos and so uh uh myself and our direct photography uh, my good friend matt hanner uh we spend a lot of time on the road uh getting all this content and footage and i, I joke with people now um we really are a, a content marketing company that just happened to start out as a publisher you know <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting 
yeah, yeah. Oh, so, kind of a different way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, well. exactly. So, uh, so with each park news, we have a daily newsletter, and uh, and so we have we have a, a couple writers that we work with, but mostly most of our original content is our video product. I'm with you. I'm with you. And now, um, if memory serves, Matt, that was something that uh, your uncle was involved in to start mm-hmm. with. You got involved, ultimately took took the reins. Mm-hmm. Um, but also know you were, you know, kind of a young guy relatively to, especially to some of the people that you're dealing with, that you're presenting these other CEOs that are sharing their wisdom and talking about the things, um, you know, and I've been a little bit in that boat in my life. Um, you know, my prior banking career, I was in a role where I, I moved up kind of quickly at a young age and, you know, was sitting in meetings with people that, you know, were closer to my parents' age mm-hmm. than my age. Uh, and it's, and it's an interesting perspective to have at a young point in your career uh talk to me a little bit about because that had to be exciting uh you know to get to be involved with that kind of thing and those types of people i mean you mentioned fortune 500 companies yeah yeah most definitely i mean it it is it is amazing that in some of the meetings and things i was able to be in at an early age and and really that goes to you know some of the people who really helped open doors for me and, and kind of paved the way uh you know, there was, uh, I think about someone like Chris Clark, uh, the Georgia chamber, you know, who really once, uh, he kind of, uh, we met and kind of talked through what we were trying to accomplish. You know, he opened up a lot of, a lot of doors. Um, you know, uh, the, that year that we kind of really kind of had our biggest year of growth, uh, Paul Bowers, who was the CEO of Georgia power at the time. Um, he was chair of the Georgia chamber and really, uh, really helped, helped me open, open some doors as well. And, uh, I'm just always really, really thankful for that. But yeah, I mean, I was someone too who I, at the time I, I always knew I was going to come back to Albany. I went to Valdosta State, and um, and I, but I never really knew exactly what I was going to do, what the path I was going to take. Now, how, how? Let me interrupt you yeah. real quick. How did you know you were going to come back to Albany? Because that's not what I typically hear uh, yeah. from a lot of folks that I sit down with. It at that age, they're like, "I'm getting out." Yeah. And so I, you that. know, I, I've always loved Albany. I think Albany has so much potential. And, uh, and, uh, we're doing a lot of great, great things. I, I tell people that, uh, you know, other than Atlanta, Albany is the only place that has an aquarium and a zoo in Georgia, you know, that we should be really, really, really proud of that. Yes, but, do. uh, you know, I, I was always a real homebody and, um, and I have a younger sister. Uh, and so I, uh, I, I would come home a good bit, you know, to be involved with things that, that she was doing at the time, uh, whether it was coaching her church league basketball game or, you know, seeing her plays she was doing. So I just always knew that I wanted to come back to Albany and again, not really knew exactly what I wanted to do. I just knew that I wanted to come back and, and I'm, I'll be honest, I, I'm not, not saying that I wanted to come back and make a difference. I just knew I wanted to come back. I'm with you. So. I'm with you. Now, um, and that never wavered even in college when you saw a different way of doing things. And you know, cause sometimes the, get the blinders off and you just see a greater world. No, no, I, I never really wavered. You know, I, uh, I, I, I've always just decided I was going to, you know, come back to Albany and see, see what that path was. I'm with you. All right. Well, so let's play it forward. We've come back to Albany. We've actually found a career path that we can do something with, uh, satisfies the entrepreneurial spirit, satisfies the need to be involved in our community, but it's still in its infancy. Now, you know, since that time, Matt, you've been heavily involved in chamber, chamber committees, served as the chairman last year. Uh, you know, you've been involved. You were our interim EDC director at one point, uh, you know, sit on various civic and professional boards. As I mentioned earlier, you and I served together on Leadership Albany. You're involved in Leadership Georgia. 
So let's let's talk about the ramping up <laughs> from you know the time period you're talking about 2014 really exploding. And, and Justin says, hey, come on, get involved with this campaign. And then yeah. next thing I know, everywhere I turn, Matt Reed, Matt Reed, Matt Reed. <laughs> well, the, the biggest thing is I I did not know how to say no. And so I've spent so the last seven or eight years winding down a lot of that that time period when I couldn't when I when I felt like I couldn't say no. And so if if any any young business professional uh is listening, one of the best things they can learn to do is is to know when your plate's full. And uh, a strategic no can be uh, just what the doctor ordered. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, you know, joining the, you know, the local chamber board, uh, you know, being involved in Georgia chamber. I mean, I remember uh, we were, I was in leadership Albany, I guess it was 2014, I think. And uh, we were at the jail and uh, I get a call from Ed Newsom, who I was going to be chairing 15. And he you know, mm-hmm. asked me to join, uh, join the chamber board and being, and to be on the executive committee. And, uh, and I was really, you know, I, I was, uh, we've been a member of the chamber for, for, for a number of years and, uh, you know, but never really thought about joining the board, you know, mm-hmm. still just kind of, again, it's kind of 14 was kind of a transition year as I was kind of getting involved in things. And, uh, but I've always remembered that, that I had to walk outside because there's no service in the jail. And that's what he <laughs> wanted to ask me, you know, and, uh, it's so, but then, you know, joining the chamber or the chamber board and, and, uh, you know, uh, was able to, to uh, chair government affairs. I took over from Cynthia George, who's been a great, great influence uh, in, in my career. And uh, she taught me a lot about the government relations space mm-hmm. and, and advocating, you know, how important, you know, that's in my opinion, uh, you know, while all the programming and things that we do are, are, are great and keep us connected in Albany, the real strength of the chamber is advocating in Atlanta or DC, mm-hmm. you know, keeping the business community out front about what, you know, keeping those government officials uh, knowing what's important to us here. And all. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um, but, and, and I was able to, you know, to, to, to really help, you know, along with you and on leadership Albany as we kind of revamped that program. And I think that's, that's one of the things I'm most proud of. Man. I mean, it's just amazing to see how far that program program has come. And, um, you know, I had, I'm, uh, I was able to uh, chair the Georgia chamber's role, um, the Rural Prosperity Council, which is their statewide rural organization, and I did that for a number of years, and that was that was really great. As just the, you know, in sixteen seventeen, rural just the, the term rural was just exploding, and mm-hmm. so we were able to, uh, to to create something that um, they really had some good policy initiatives in it. And uh, there's been a lot of recommendations ad- adopted by the General Assembly that has benefited Albany and other communities. Um, so yeah, no, it's uh, and, and one thing with Georgia CEO too is. You know, we're members of now, gosh, I know over 50 chambers across the state of Georgia. So we believe in, you know, in, in being involved in, in supporting that. But it, it's also great, too, you know, when we were talking about earlier about bringing things back. Well, uh, you know, I'm always sending Barbara, hey, look at something from the North Augusta Chamber. This is a really cool program, you know. Sure, and, sure. Uh, it's so uh, call some of that leadership. All the yeah, 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 yeah. And so, um, you know, it's ra- rarely ever do you have an original idea hardly anymore. But, uh, you know, you're talking about too, also about, you know, millennials and I, I'll never forget this, that it, you know, it's funny how over the last, I'd say, let's say six or eight years that, you know, I remember, you know, being, uh, I don't know, 20, you know, 26, 27, 28 and being at like the Georgia chamber board retreat or meetings, you know, and I'm, uh, you know, again, I'll preface this by saying very blessed, but, you know, I was 10 plus years younger than everyone else there. Yeah. And 
Chris Clark would be like, where's my, where's Matt at? Where's that millennial at? They would just dog, you know, the, the time they were dogging millennials and, you know, now millennials are the saviors. <laughs> yeah, well, secretly they were wanting to know what was making you. Yeah. Tick, yeah. And, and so, uh, he, he, you know, he'll, uh, we had our, that meeting a couple months ago and, it's, you know, their, their whole outlook on millennials have changed. And, uh, so, uh, but, it, but it, you know, like I said, been very blessed with some folks that kind of paved the way for me and opened doors. And, uh, you know, that's, that's really, uh, also why I always, you know, want to, you know, give, try to do my best to give back and to uh, help pave the way for other, other folks who were, um, you know, I, I, uh, you know, it's kind of funny the last, uh, six months or so as I've, uh, transition out of being chair of the chamber and uh, one of your board members, Don Gray, obviously is uh, the chamber yes. chair this year. And uh, Perry, Perry was before me, but um, you know, kind of beyond being on the way out, you know, at kind of a younger age and like kind of figuring out, it is like, different, you know, all right, what's the, what's the next thing, you know, I, I really enjoy um, uh, participating and being on the, the economic development commission board and serving in both that in the, in the PDA board. Um, so get still, you know, be involved in some economic development things and, and leverage some, you know, connections that we, that I've been able to make. But, uh, it, it is, it is interesting to see like, right, what's, what's next. And so that, that's exciting though, too. And that's, I think the timing of, uh, you know, um, purchasing the UPS stores here in town and, and serving business owners, you know, mm-hmm. in, in individuals in a, in a different way, but still serving them and trying to do all we can to help them. I think that that was kind of a good, good timing thing it makes perfect sense for, for me and uh have some great folks that work great team members that work there so i'm not there all the time and usually they uh they, they joke that if i'm uh, if i'm there for too long i start getting in their way so, <laughs> um but but still always there to, to to try to help and support them the best i can sure sure that makes perfect sense you know there is a connection through a lot of what you shared with me uh in terms of the you know, both the growing of businesses from the CEO businesses to the UPS stores and then through the involvement in the in community, the involvement on the at large on the state level. And then, of course, let's not forget South Georgia Leeds. You and I talked yeah. about that when I was coming through at the Herald, the idea of regionalism and, and pulling those resources. But one thing that's been consistent is your desire to put in the effort to make things different or better than maybe what it was for you. Where do you think that comes from, Matt? Because there are people who it's easy for them to move forward in a professional way because they're reaping some financial benefit. You know, there's always a young hot shot business guy (laughs) that's making money, you know, but uh, yours has been different. It's been much more a service related sort of growth very much. You know, if I'm not doing it for the community and others, is it worth doing? That's kind of unique to me, especially if you run it through the lens of what everyone tells you about millennials, yeah. which I kind of agree we get that wrong. But, yeah. you know, talk to me a little bit about that, where, who you are yeah. comes from. Well, so that's funny because uh, during the, that period, I mean, I'm sitting here like, I know a lot of great millennials who are doing a lot of great things and getting their hands dirty. And but I think I think that all goes back to my parents, David and Lynn. So my, my mom's been a hygienist. She was with Dr. Parrish for um, 36 years, I believe, um, before he retired and, uh, and now works for dental partners. And my dad, who is, uh, he worked at the Herald, um, and on the business side for a number of years and then, um, worked at McGregor before then it was, it was really cool. You know, just kind of piecing things together is, uh, when I was interim president of BBC and we were working on the outdoor network project that eventually right. located at McGregor, I was able to, I, I 
to ask my dad, I'm like, can you kind of describe, I'm going to be going on site there, you know, and I was like, can you kind of describe me where your office is? And so he did, and I was able to find that, and it was, yeah, it, it's amazing what they've, you know, it's not finished yet, it's amazing what they've done to that place, because that place was literally like a horror movie. Oh, it was I terrible. I mean, golly. And so, uh, but, but he, my dad has, uh, has been a manager at Adams Exterminators for, um, golly now, I don't know, he was mid nineties. So, you know, 20, 20 plus years. So worked for, worked for Mr. Uh, Jeff. I still call him Mr. Jeff. I don't call him Bodine. <laughs> he, he and I, you know, another thing is, you know, I'll, uh, I'll little tidbit is, um, you know, I, when I would call Mr. Jeff, I'd be at the Georgia chamber meetings or things like that. And they didn't know. Mr. Jeff, about. Oh, yeah, Bodine, you know, so, <laughs> but he's been a, a, obviously a great, uh, just a great advocate for Albany, great, um, great mentor as, as well over the years. Um, but it really comes from them, you know, they're both hard workers and uh, my grandparents as well. And uh, so I think that's kind of where it comes from. And I, I, I don't, um, I've always been the, the types like, you know, if it's, um, you know, cleaning toilets, I mean, whatever it is, I'm not, gonna, I'm never going to ask anyone to do anything that, I'm not willing to do or more than likely hopefully I hadn't already done. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I think that's, you know, that's you know, servant leadership is something I really, you know, really believe in and, uh, you know, hope lead by example. Sure. And uh, so um, it, it's, it's something though that, that I think that when, when people see that and you take a place like Albany, you know, people are more willing to, to get in and do the work with you. And Absolutely. so, and again, some things we've talked about, you and I've been involved in, I mean, they've been heavy lifts. Yeah. And, uh, I think about leadership Albany, you know, working, working with, with Perry, um, at the, at the, uh, at the Albany chamber and now Don, um, you know, there's, there was uh, a lot of, a lot of things that we were able to accomplish with putting the strategic plan in and still working on the foundation strategic plan and, uh, getting that implemented. But, you know, that, that took three, three plus years, yeah. you know, and, and that's why we worked so closely together. So, it's just it's good to have those connections that you know of like-minded individuals that are just let's just roll up our sleeves and get to work. Heck yeah! Well, and and I don't know, and, and maybe you can speak to this too, Matt. Uh, one of the things that we talk about here at the bank, and I talk about it with my friends, and I just you just feel it, you see it, and it, and it seems that there's been a little bit of a generational shift recently in Albany, and it's kind of neat to see new different people emerge as leaders and doers of the community. When you see in that, that same sort of groundswell that I am with a, with a lot of younger people getting involved, sort of a freshened perspective of Albany really is a solid place to, to be for the future. Almost definitely. I mean, it, it's, it's amazing to me. I was talking on this last week about how um, there's so many people that have moved back to Albany yeah. that I know, you know, swore that they never would. You know, I can't remember if we were talking about that on the podcast or before, but uh, there's so many people that are that have moved back. There are new people that, you know, are uh, are coming into Albany, whether it be from you know, Phoebe or working at PNG or you know, Miller Coors or, um, you know, or uh, uh, Georgia Pacific, you know, obviously another another great organization that's bringing people in from outside. Yep. And so I, I think it's, uh, it's really good. And, and we're, there, you know, there's, I, I always tell people too that if they're if you can't find anything to do in Albany, it's because you're not looking. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, Harry Day and his team over at Spectra have done a great job reinvigorating. I mean, it's some of the things we've been to. It's just it's it's kind of almost like you look around, and you're like, wow, I can't believe this is in Albany. 
Dude, let me, I mean, shameless. I cannot believe that my brother-in-law is coming down from Atlanta to visit <laughs> us in Albany to go see a world-renowned comedian at the Municipal Auditorium. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. I mean, I so, uh, like, we were talking about – so, this is hilarious. So, uh, last night of that before, you know, I bought uh, four tickets to Peppa Pig, you know. And we what we were talking about before it was announced, going to Atlanta to see that. Because yep. it was in – I think it was at the Gwinnett Center. And yep. – uh, and so, and then like, you know, maybe a couple of days later after we saw it announced and they're coming to Albany, I'm like, that's awesome. We're, we're, we're going to take Kennedy to go, <laughs> go see Peppa Pig in Albany. Which is super cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, you know, just that, like you mentioned, Harry as an example, mm -hmm. and he's a, a transplant yep. and he's got fire, you know, so you're seeing it coming in from outside. You're seeing it growing from, from inside. It's just, it's an exciting time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. I mean, it's, um. There, I would say also too that in like the mid 2010s or so, you know, there were some times where it was like, uh, uh folks would be like, well, you know, we're going to handle this or whatever. But now it's like, you know, all right, now we've done our, you know, we've done our time, you know, <laughs> and, um, and so, uh, you know, that, the, there was someone who I guess it was last year, year before. You know, that's more on that. Y'all handle that. I I think I've raised my last dime here. You know, yeah, so, sure. There's only so much. Yeah, you know, there's only so much you can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that, but also, you know, that that's um, you know, that's important, and you can't, you got to take that uh and run with it. I mean, yeah. you can't not sit on, like, you can't not sit on the sidelines because what's going to happen to our community if you know if we have a, a generational gap, and that's probably some of the, the worst things that happen to some communities. Is, is that there were there weren't any folks to take you know pick yeah. up the mail and run with it? Yeah. And so we've got a great number of you know younger community leaders here um, that I, I, that are doing great things. And um, you know we always say that Albany. I feel like we've always been like Albany's on the cusp of, of something great. And I, I think we are great. We just you know again just looking through the wrong lenses sometimes. I'm with you. It's kind of how you how you're looking. Yeah, I mean, for, for for what we have here in Albany and all the resources, I mean, you know, we uh, we aspire to be like a place like Columbus, I feel like, you know, but we'll never have the Aflac and the Tesis, you know, and the Snobus or, you know, those multi-generational, you know, multi multi-billion dollar companies that, you know, Columbus is probably the most unique community in America when you consider <laughs> the corporate culture there. Sure, the sure. Giving. But we have a lot of folks in Albany that, are big givers as well and Absolutely. do a lot of things. And, um, you know, there's, there's a lot more, there's a lot of people who, who do things, you know, publicly and there's a lot of people who do things anonymously as well. Absolutely. And so, uh, but we've got a great group here. Yeah. Now, you know, kind of looking, continue with that theme of looking to the future. Um, Matt, you and I've talked about it, share with the listeners, you know, some of the, <laughs> you know, sort of positive signs that you see and kind of, you know, when you, envision what this community is going to look like when your daughter's in high school, you know, what are those things that you, that you see and what are the steps that are in the, I don't know, the catalysts, so to speak, that are going to take us to those places as you see it. Well, you know, we've got to continue to build on our educational resources. Um, I think that, you know, Ken Dyer and the Doherty Council said they're doing a great job, obviously Chris and the 4C Academy, some great private schools as well. And great, um, Second post-secondary education schools in ASU and Albany Tech and um, great regional institutions as well. So I think, you know, we've got to make sure we continue to invest in and engage on the education front. And, uh, you know, because 
because that's going to bring jobs and that's going to uh, having a qualified workforce, um, you know, is the number one driver of economic development projects. Absolutely. It used to be land and now it's like, tell me how, you know, what are your educational statistics and where am I going to find? My, Who's going to do the work? Yeah. Where am I going to find my workforce in the future? And so I think that that's, that's a big thing. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, Phoebe will continue to grow. We'll continue to be a medical hub. Scott and his team are, are doing a great job. You know, Kelsey, my wife is a nursing director there. We're proud to be a part of the Phoebe family. And, um, is there, you know, they have a number of projects in the pipeline that, uh, you know, in the next few years, uh, will be, uh, I feel like transformational on a number of from a from a, mm-hmm. from a medical education standpoint, from a service standpoint, the trauma designation, uh, you know, that they're working on and hope to get in the next few weeks. And along with the, the new uh, building, I mean, you know, folks that were between Macon and Tallahassee that were getting airlifted to those two communities or here in Dothan and getting airlifted, you know, they're going to get airlifted. Yep. Here. And so, I, I, you know, just having that, in our backyard and for them to continue to be a, a catalyst. And mm-hmm. I think also them being willing to invest, you know, I mean, the projects are talking about are over $200 million. Absolutely. And, and we have to look at that as a, an economic development win as well. Uh, you know, in smaller communities, um, um, existing industry expansions are, are usually the driving factor of sure. all economic Development. Yeah, it's about all you're gonna get. Exactly, and so you know, you, and you got to outstrip what's closing down. Exactly, and you you uh you have to uh, you know, you'll hopefully you hope you'll get a a new a new expansion or excuse me a, a new um a new company to to come in you know every other year or so and that's that's and you feel com- you confident in that but you know if you look at uh you know the outdoor network expansion Pratt Pratt you know we. Thrush is is back on the rise. I mean, mm-hmm. we've, we've got a number of uh, of great stories that are uh, uh, that are bringing more jobs. To got a lot of job expansion. Yeah. Uh, over the last three to five years. Yeah, and uh, so almost all of our global industries have added exactly since five six years ago. And so you know we've we've got a we've got great infrastructure. You know we've got the second uh, largest car, cargo hub um, in the airport um, in Georgia, and so. Um, a lot of expansion going on at the airport and then the, the transportation center, you know, we've, we've got really good community leaders. And so I, I think continuing to cultivate leadership mm-hmm. is I think the number one thing as well, you know, it, it goes hand in hand with education, but, um, and letting, letting kids know that there are opportunities here in Albany. You know, I mean, I, I hope Kennedy comes back to Albany, you know, I'm, I'm going to, encourage her to go do whatever she wants to. Yep, I'm with you. Uh, it seemed the way my parents did too. You know, I was, again, I was different, but I'd already made up my mind that I was coming back, you know, and, and, but you know, what's funny about that. And just to go back to that I, until today, I mean, I know it was different, but like, I never really had that kind of smack in the face until today. Like, Yes, that was really weird. You know, Dude, when I was <laughs> like, uh, you, you, when I, when you said that, I was, you acted like it was, man, that is just, Crazy. <laughs> here's the con. Here's the contrast, Matt. When I was 19 years old, I worked for the Albany Journal, the original, you know, old Albany Journal uh, that had like the scandal pages and all that <laughs> stuff. And I'll never forget uh, Bill Davis, who was the owner at the time, uh, asked, finally allowed me to start writing. You know, like I started doing production mm. and it was like a gopher running ad slicks around town <laughs> and picking up lunch and walking his dog. Okay. <laughs> and he comes in one day and he was, and it was funny. It's kind of how Bill rolled, I guess. And he was, he was irritated about something and he knew it was going to have a negative sort of view from the young 
population. So he came, he said, all right, it's your time to write. He's like, I need a column. And I forget you know, how many words he said it needed to be. And he wanted me to write it specifically on why uh, me as a 19 year old was never going to, couldn't wait to get out of Albany. <laughs> and so I wrote this thing and I was just talking about how backwards a community this, that, and I'll never forget the paper came out and I got, we started getting phone calls, uh, like old folks wanting to like chew me out. I had a one uh, gentleman told me that, uh, he was going to be sending me bus tickets to go back to New Jersey. Cause I'd mentioned it my folks from New Jersey. Uh, I had another guy called. He said, if I wasn't 80 something years old, I'd call you out in the street, like for a gunfight, you know, and I just had no clue what I had waded into. And of course, you know, impetuous youth, you know, so here I was so adamant. I'm out of here as soon as I can get out of here and I'm never coming back. And now here I am interviewing the one weirdo who was like, <laughs> I can't wait to come back. Life's funny sometimes. You know, so it can't be stated enough though, how important that is, Matt, because I think part of the, you know, you knew you wanted to come back, but a lot of people come back. It's the commitment you've made to get involved to make sure that maybe the next Matt comes back, yeah. the Kennedy, the Miller McEwen. Um, and so as you sort of look back on the, your adult time in Albany, since you quote unquote come back, um, I mean, are you pleased? Do you feel like you, you've done what you hoped to do? Do you feel like that mission is on track? Um, that's a pretty loaded question, but I, I, <laughs> I do, you know, like I said, I, when I came back, I, I didn't have any idea what, what I was going to do or I didn't, you know, I, I saw that some of my, I guess, skills or talents could be put to use, I guess you could say. Like okay. I said, I never really had a vision of like, all right, I'm going to volunteer and do this and do that. Sure. But I I saw things that I, I knew I could help with. And some of it was things I not, didn't necessarily know. It's just like, here's some helping hands. I'm with you. And, uh, and again, it really boils down to having folks ahead of you that put you in positions to learn and succeed. And, uh, I, I'm really, I'm really pleased with, uh, please, maybe it's not the right word, but I'm really thankful with, uh, you know, the, the things that I've been able to be a part of, you know, change that I've been able to, to make here in Albany and the things that, uh, you know, that I've, um, that I've been able to, I feel like bring back to Albany and some of those things are connected and some of those things are just sharing an email or a telephone number, or, you know, I've, uh, I've been involved in rotary for, I don't know, since maybe like 14, 13 or 14. I don't, I'm trying to think when, not that it matters, but, um, you know, I, I, I never forget that Daryl Elam was, um, uh, he was our speaker, speaker chair. And here's just another real good example. Um, and then he won a seat, uh, uh, to, to go into the legislature in Georgia, and, uh, and, uh, so he, all of a sudden he calls me and, Hey, would love for you to take this, not really that hard or whatever. And it's not really, but it's just man, you know, managing the schedule. And so that's something where I hadn't necessarily hadn't been chair of it since that, since whatever year that was, but I've been heavily involved in it, you know, and it's, and when I have my rotary cap on, I, I love bringing people to Albany that, um, you know, that, that people can take something from into this community. Um, sure. I think about like, uh, and it's just funny how things work, you know, having, uh, 
I thought that Frank Shepard and Feeding the Valley was doing a great job and some things they, you know, they had going mm-hmm. on. And then now they're here in Albany, you know, yep. and now I don't remember what, how long that was, but, you know, so, but having some of those folks, uh, you know, we talk about giving, um, you know, and I remember I th- we were in this boardroom and, and Betsy Covington from the Chattahoochee Community Foundation came down and spoke at Rotary mm-hmm. and we got a group, group together here to just kind of just talk about giving and philanthropy and how we can better impact our it. community, you know, and uh, Luke was, was, was instrumental in helping set that up here. And, um, so, you know, just taking those, you know, those connections and those things that, that you see and trying to plug those into Albany. Uh, but I've, you know, I've been very blessed and, uh, you know, Kelsey and I, uh, you know, have love Albany and have, uh, you know, made it our home. And, um, it's, it's, uh, funny, you know, when Kelsey and I were dating, she was living in Birmingham. She was in a nurse practitioner school. She had no intention of, of, uh, of coming back to Albany. And, uh, and so, um, and I was just like, well, I can, you know, I was still really involved, but, you know, I always want to be supportive of her and sure, what sure. she's doing. And, and I'm like, you know, just apply for some jobs. Whenever you get your best offer, you know, I'll, I, I, we'll figure it out. This yeah. was probably 13, 14. So still in that kind of transition. And, uh, luckily Albany internal medicine, you know, made her the best mm-hmm. offer and she came home and I think kept Greg and Pam here too. Yep. <laughs> and so, uh, so, uh, I've just been very, very blessed. And I, I think that Albany is, is a great place. And, and it's like anything to, uh, whether any situation, it, it is what you make it. Sure. And, uh, if, if, if you're going to, if you're going to be negative about things, you're going to always be, you know, it's not going to matter. But again, like having the tools for, you know, folks to, to come and excel, um, whether it's a leadership Albany or South Georgia Leeds, um, you know, teaching how Leeds leads is a great example of the, of regionalism and why it's more important now than ever yeah. that we, you know, work with Dawson or Lee, Leesburg or Lee County, you know, or Sylvester or Moultrie. I mean, we're, we're all in this, you know, boat together. We yeah. all need to be rowing in the same direction. Absolutely. Um, and, and that's one thing is, you know, folks in Atlanta want to see that folks in DC, they want to see that you're, you're playing nice with your, with your peers. Um, but, but exposing leaders to all, all the things in Albany, I think is really key. And that's one reason why I like, you know, leadership development has been, been a real passion of mine. And, and, um, talk to us too, you know, you're going to continue to be involved in leadership development Mm -hmm. in any particular ways. Oh yeah. So, um, so one thing I, uh, that I'm real passionate about is uh, I, I serve on the board of Colony Bank. And um, we were able to start a youth leadership program called the Colony Leadership Academy. And so I, that's one thing that I uh, helped, helped start um, from the beginning. And it was great. The team over there with Heath Fountain, Heath Fountain and, and the executive team were always telling me to think bigger, you know. And so we'll, we'll take 30, between 30 and 40 uh students who are in their junior year and into their senior year and we'll do four weekends and uh so this year we've done albany we took them to uh phoebe putney saw their sim lab or c academy we took them to png we had a uh, secretary of state brad raffensperger he came mm-hmm. down to albany and spoke to them at um dinner that we had at the flint river aquarium excuse me and uh so uh that was a great uh great uh event here in albany and to kind of get those kids learning about leadership development 
the Fanning Institute uh, handles uh, all of our all of our facilitation, and then uh, we went to Moultrie in May and focused on ag. We're doing education and uh, in military. We'll be in in Boston later this this weekend actually, going by going to Moody and seeing their educational institutions, and then uh, we'll graduate them in uh, Savannah, and we'll do Georgia Ports, Gulfstream, and uh, just kind of get them a, an idea of. Uh, things that are going on in Savannah that are kind of high tech and innovative. And it's really cool because how a lot of the kids that, that are in the class, they've never been to Albany or, you know, they've never been to Valdosta or Savannah. Um, then the first year we did, it was last year. And, and, uh, you know, there, there were some kids who didn't live too far from Savannah, but had never been to Savannah, which, you know, think, you, you know that that's just, uh, you know, it's just wild to think about, but it's something that where I'm spending a lot of my time is I've kind of, you know, been able to to carve out some additional time uh, from uh, from some community things, and have been really thankful for that. It's, it's really uh, it's really made a big impact on me. Awesome, awesome. Now, um, you know, but I also know that that uh, there's some other things you're going to be involved in. Maybe not in official capacity, but I hope we'll still be able to lean on you and your expertise to help us uh, in the future with what we're doing at Leadership Albany. And I know you're going to continue being involved. With Leadership Georgia. Uh, I actually need to pick your brain about some other leadership stuff that Lee County Chambers uh, trying to work on for the coming year that I agreed to last week. Oh, so yeah. I feel like there'll be lots of opportunity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, um, you know, it's always funny. I was talking with Mary Beth and, and Judd about Leadership Albany. I guess it was last week when we were all together. And, uh, you know, what we I've, I have uh, just complete fond memories of, of modeling my time in the class. But, uh, but also being on the board and that first year was, was like euphoria. You know, we, we just, we did so much and, uh, and we were able to do so many things that I feel like that everyone thought what well, weren't, wasn't possible. You can't, you can't do that with leadership Albany and with, you know, the support of the community and obviously ABNT as our presenting sponsor that year and the years, years after, you know, we've been able to really set that, program up for success and uh that that's that's probably been one of my my biggest things i'm most proud of well and i wanted to and, and i knew that and also as someone who serves on that board i wanted to make sure that i had an opportunity to say thank you for that hard work and that everything you've done uh you know to help get us in the position that we're in uh, to continue to have the kind of impact we want to have on our community you know so thank you Matt. oh yeah well no <laughs> listen i'm i'm always glad to help and I, i'll always uh always be a a, a big fan of Leadership Albany and anything I can do to help help y'all, you know, just please don't hesitate to reach out. Of course, of course, we will, we will uh, absolutely lean on you. Well, brother, I think we've covered, you know, pretty much uh, most of the basics I wanted to cover today. I mean, we probably could sit here and talk for the rest yeah. of the day and, and entertain ourselves, uh, but we've got other things we need to be working on. But before we wrap up, uh, is there anything that uh, we didn't touch on today or didn't cover that you, you know, wanted to mention to the, to the listeners or, you know, anything that's just kind of near and dear to your heart you want to reemphasize before we kind of sign off? You know, I, I think uh, – couple things uh first i want to make sure i tell my wife kelsey thank you for uh letting me um run around the state you know sometimes 130 nights a year i'd be on the on the road um in in kind of at at its peak and uh she was someone who never told me no you know it was always like you think you need to go and do this to build what you're doing and what we're building you know that uh that you know then i trust you need you know that you need to go and you go and uh so that's you know 
uh, for any folk, any anybody who is um, want to know who you marry is, is the most important thing you'll ever do. And uh, <laughs> but she's she's um, she's wonderful, and uh, you know it takes a village. And so you know we have a, a three year old daughter Kennedy, um, and so you know, my parents my, and uh, my in laws are, are are great great places of support. And um, so I just say that you know uh, family's everything. And uh, I really I've been just so blessed, uh, blessed to have just the best family. And but, you know, also, if, uh, you know, if you see something in Albany that you think needs needs fixing or needs Mm -hmm. your help, then ask. You know, I I think also sometimes in in Albany, some of us are, well, we'll just handle that. You know, we'll just do that, you know, and, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. just jump in, ask how can I get involved? You know, I think that's one of the best things that, um, you know, who, what, where, why. You yep. know? And, uh, so again, I think Albany has so many resources that, uh, that we forget about. And, uh, we've got great people and people who really truly want to make a difference. And now do we get everything right all the time? Absolutely yeah. not. But no community does. Exactly. And so, uh, we have to always remember that, but you know, uh, I just, uh, I mean, I'm so encouraged by, you know, where I think Albany's heading and, um, you know, it, it, it's, it, Albany's not for everyone either. And I understand that, sure. you know, there's people that I talk to that, that I understand, you know, understand yeah. why they're, they're not coming back or, sure. know, or the opportunities they have other places. But, uh, but I, I love it. And I, 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 uh, I, I can't, I can't imagine living anywhere. Well, Matt, we couldn't imagine Albany uh, without you. So thank you for everything <laughs> you do for us. Well, uh, that concludes another exciting episode of ABT's Beyond the Bank. Until next time, I'm your host, Brad.